Hey OBM kids and OBM families, welcome to another message coming at you this week uh, from, well, not church of course, but you are standing in my backyard. It is so nice today, I thought I'd like get out of the church and uh, come up here to my house in Lima, Ohio and just give you a little taste of what it's like in my backyard. Of course, I live on the river uh, and of course we see all kinds of animals and birds and um, of course, geese and ducks, and we even have a couple eagles that are flying around here, which is super cool. Ebony, of course, back here, you see her somewhere over there. She's always watching the river, always watching what's going on down there. But again, thank you so much for watching today. And before we get into anything, I want you to make sure that you're putting down there in those comments that you are watching. So make sure you're telling me where you're watching from. Make sure you tell me your names, because again, this week, like last week, we're going to put your name in a little bucket and we're going to draw a winner. And I know what you're thinking. And before we do anything else, I know you want to know who won the drawing last week. Take a quick look at this video and you'll know. All right, guys, we are on our way to Eli's house, Eli Miller's house, to give him the prize because he won the drawing. Remember, I got one of those ring things so you can see my face. Alright, so we drew the name, okay? Yeah. And Eli won. Eli! Eli won! Can you believe it? <laughs> this is the only way to give a gift when you're social distancing, right here. Okay! <laughs> oh no! Ah! It went over the roof! Oh, over the roof! Eli, go get it. <laughs> Attention, please! Big things come in what? Small packages. Yeah. Yeah, baby. All right, yes, everybody, give Eli a big yay. What's up, Eli? He won our first prize again. Coming up this Sunday, 6 p.m., we'll be doing this again, and you could be the winner. See you later. All right, kids, so now what I want you to do is I want you to go get your Bibles. All right, you better have your Bibles because this is church, technically, okay? I got mine. I'm going to get it right here. All right, this is my Bible. I got my hands-on Bible right here. Make sure you go get yours right now because we're going to be talking uh, about Jesus, of course, and we're going to be in Matthew, the eighth chapter. So turn to Matthew, the eighth chapter. Now, Matthew is in the New Testament. It's the first book of the New Testament, and we're going to start in, in Matthew 8, and we're going to jump down to verse 23. And where we begin in this chapter is Jesus is doing what he loved to do the most. And what was that? Yeah, okay, that's true. He loved to heal people. That's right. He loved to cast out devils. But he also liked to teach people as well. You find him all the time teaching people. And it says that multitudes would come around him. And in this particular case, here in verse 23, Jesus had been preaching and teaching. He had been doing miracles, healing all kinds of people. And now he was tired. You know, we do get tired from time to time. So Jesus wanted to get in the boat and he wanted to go down the river or he wanted to go across the lake. And it says here in verse 23, that Jesus got into the boat and started across the lake with the disciples. Okay, so everything was great. Everything was calm, kind of like what we see here today. The river is super calm. Nothing's happening. It's just awesome. The sun is shining. We're enjoying ourselves. But then if you read on in verse 24, the Bible says that suddenly, that means instantly. That means there was no warning, none at all. It said suddenly a fierce storm struck the lake. Whoa, a fierce storm struck the lake. Have you guys ever been in a boat 
when all of a sudden a storm suddenly hits you. I have been. Me and my boys were on a jet ski once. We were somewhere down south in Kentucky, and we were on a lake, and all of a sudden this storm comes in. But, I mean, I kind of seen it coming, but suddenly the wind picked up instantly. And here we are across the lake on jet skis, and the rain was so bad, we could hardly see. And then the rain was pelting us as we're driving 50 miles an hour, trying to find out where we go. I couldn't see nothing. We're, like, screaming like little girls because it was hurting. I didn't have any glasses on or nothing. I mean, it just kind of, like, came on us suddenly. So here the same thing happened. The storm struck suddenly. A fierce storm struck the lake with waves breaking into the boat. Now listen, that wasn't a small storm, guys. Waves, that means waves had to get above the boat and had to go inside the boat. That's crazy stuff. You find that, obviously, in verse 24. Suddenly a fierce storm came, and all of a sudden the waves broke into the boat. But guess what? Jesus was sleeping. How in the world was he sleeping through this amazing storm? I mean, the boat was probably rocking. The waves was going crazy. The disciples were crying like little girls. And Jesus was still sleeping in the bottom of the boat. And it's rocking. And water's coming across it. Now, I don't know about you, but I have slept through some crazy storms. Have you ever slept through any storms? All of a sudden, you get up in the morning, you had the best night's sleep of your life, and all of a sudden, your brother or sister comes over. Wow, did you hear that storm last night? It freaked me out. I almost peed my pants. And you're like, I didn't hear nothing. I slept through the entire thing. And Jesus was sleeping through that storm. He wasn't bothered at all. He wasn't scared. Nothing. But the disciples were freaking out, running around everywhere. And the Bible says down here in verse 25, the disciples went and woke Jesus up. And it says they were shouting. So they were down there. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Hey, wake up, wake up. They weren't going, yo, uh, master. Hey, you know what? There's a little storm out here. No, they were freaking out, going crazy. And it says here, what? It says in 25, the disciples went and woke him up shouting, Lord, save us. We are going to drown. So they thought their lives were at risk, that they were going to drown, that it was all over for them. They were going to die. So they woke Jesus up. And it says here that Jesus responded, why are you afraid? Why have you so little faith? He got up and he rebuked the wind and the waves. And suddenly, so just as sudden as that storm came, it suddenly left as well when Jesus rebuked the storm. And it says there was a great calm. And then the disciples, of course, were amazed. Who is this man? They asked, even the winds and the waves obey him. So here's the thing, guys. They were focused on the storm. They were afraid. They didn't think about anything else. Man, the master's down there, the one who did everything for them, who all the miracle signs and wonders that they had seen before, they didn't even matter because they were freaking out over the storm. So what happened was instead of focusing on the storm, they should have been focusing on the one, of course, that can calm the storm. And Jesus can calm any storm in your life as well. All right, so now that we saw what the disciples were scared of, I want to give you an object lesson because we all deal with fear in different ways. And of course, we're all afraid of something. Unless, of course, you're my neighbor kid who was afraid of nothing.
Are you scared of anything that's real? No. Nothing? You scared of the dark? No. No? Are you scared of water? No. You scared of heights? No. Uh, are you scared of tiny places? What? But anyhow, so we have to deal with fear. And here's the thing. Isaiah 41.10 says, Don't be afraid, for God is with you always. And remember what we talked about. Suddenly, the storm came, and then they were afraid. So when I do this like this, this is kind of like us, okay? And we're going to show you. Can you take her there, Quentin? We're going to show you exactly kind of what suddenly is like. In the, in the story, the storm came and suddenly the clouds rolled in and the storm hit. Everything was fine. Everything was perfect. And then suddenly, boom, the storm came. Well, it's kind of like our cat. Remember when I talked about Fluffy? You know, one day he was hunting down the hill. And it was like a perfect day, and he was really hungry, and yet there was a little chipmunk that was down the hill. He was having a great day. Everything was great. He was eating. I don't know what he was doing, but he was just loving himself. Maybe he was sunning himself. I don't know. But then suddenly, Fluffy attacked, and boom, that guy was instant lunch. It happened instantly. There was nothing happening no warning. It was boom, suddenly. And again, this is what happens. This is what fear does. Everything is fine. There's no issues. Nothing is wrong. It's a beautiful sunny day. Kind of like this virus. There was nothing going on. Everybody was going on with their life. And then suddenly, boom, all of a sudden this happened. But here's what God does. God, just as fast as the devil will come and put fear in, looky there. God will then take care of our fear as well. Because he does not want us to walk around uh, with fear. Not at all. He said, the Bible says actually, that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and of sound mind. So he does not want us to be in fear like this. But sometimes it happens suddenly. But when we pray and ask God to help us, Again, you see, you see what happens. Instantly, instantly, God will take care and get rid of the fear. So in closing today, I hope you had a lot of fun. I hope you uh, laughed a little bit and things like that. And if you didn't get anything out of what we talked about, just remember this, that as fast as the devil tries to bring fear to you, is as fast as God can take it away. Just like the storm. As suddenly as it came, it left. And who is the cause of it coming? Ah, who knows? Who is the cause of fear coming though? It's always the devil. And who was the person that took fear out? Of course, it's Jesus. Who was the person that stopped the storm as suddenly as it came? It was Jesus. So whenever fear tries to come upon you, number one, remember Isaiah 41.10. That's our scripture verse for the week. And that is, don't be afraid, for I am with you. Who is I? That is Jesus. So if you're ever in a, I don't know, in a maybe a, a situation where you are in a dream or you wake up and fear is trying to grip your heart, all you have to say is Jesus. And listen, that fear will leave. It's happened 
with my kids. It's happened in my life and other people that I know. All right. So that's this week's lesson. Again, I hope you got something out of it. But just remember, no fear. God is always with you. Don't ever be afraid because Jesus is always with you and he will take fear out. All right. Now, I'm hoping that during this time you have put down there on the comments that you've been watching and uh, things of that nature. So I can write all your names down, put them in a hat for next week. And again, like we happen, like happened this week. I may be at your door or you may get a phone call from somebody. Uh, you may get um, DoorDash. Who knows what's going to happen next week? That's the fun part of being enclosed and captured and can't go anywhere because you never know who's going to come to your door to deliver you something. So, again, thank you for everybody that's watching. I know last week we had people from all across the state, even Indiana, which was awesome. Hello, members from Indiana. Good to see you guys. So just make sure you put it down there. We'll draw the name. And we'll go for next week. I know next week is going to be a great time. Um, we have a whole new series coming up next week. We got Miss Charity is going to be in here. Mr. Shane Jacobs is going to be with me also next week. It's going to be fun. So all this week, have a great week. Let's pray as we uh, end this session. Father, we thank you for all the families and all the children that are out there today. God watching and Father, even the ones that are watching even the next day and the next day. God, we just thank you and plead the blood of Christ over their lives and our families' lives. God, we thank you so much that in the midst of these trials, in the midst of this uncertainty, God, they can depend on one thing, and that is you and your word. That never changes. And Father, we thank you, Father, for health and all of our families. We thank you for safety in all of our families. We thank you that people are still working, that money is still coming in supernaturally because we are your kids. Uh, we thank you for these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Until next week, have a great week. We love you all. Bye-bye. If this works, it'll be amazing. Yeah, man. Now, here we go.